With Hashem's deep love, you're listening to the 99th edition of the Daily Kabbalah lesson. At the end of the last lesson, so we began speaking about the concept of the Torah Shavah the Oral Law, and Shas, and the Talmud that we have. And he continues and explains that there are three different ways that the Torah will write something, and the, the oral tradition will come to explain it. The first way is that you have a verse that's written somewhat vaguely or generally, and then the the tradition, the oral tradition comes to explain the details. The second type we have is where you have a verse or verses that the explanation of the verses is actually unclear. And in fact, the verses could be explained in a number of different ways. So then comes the Masur, the tradition, and it tells us exactly the correct way to understand what the verses mean. Then you have a third type, which is where the, the verses themselves actually write something which doesn't mean precisely what it says. And the tradition, the oral tradition comes to explain that the actual understanding of the verses is different from what's actually written. And this is something that our sages say in the Gemara and Sota, in the Talmud and Sota, it says, Halacha o mikra. There are times when the halacha, the tradition, the oral tradition that we have, actually sidesteps in a certain sense that which the verse actually says. However, says the Ramchal, the details of this type are not so many, and not only that, and I think what he means is there aren't so many cases where this occurs, and not only that, but if you try very very hard and you try to understand the depth of what's going on, you're going to actually find that the understanding, the simple explanation of what's written in the verse and what the halacha says, what the oral tradition explains it, is actually not a contradiction, but there will be an understanding through the oral tradition of what the verse says, but perhaps not on a superficial level of what the, we would have thought that the verse says. I'm just thinking as an example of this, we had the verse says an eye for an eye, that if you cause damage to someone else, so you gouge out someone's eye, heaven forbid. So the halacha, it sounds like the verse is saying that uh, if you gouge out someone else's eye, so they're going to gouge out your, your eye. But the tradition, our Torah teaches us, the oral tradition teaches us, that it doesn't mean literally what it says, but rather it means the value of the eye. Meaning you have to pay for the loss that that person person incurred if he would have sold himself as a slave. So he's gone down in value now that he doesn't have an eye. So you pay for the value of the eye. So there, it seems that the oral tradition is contradicting what it says in the verse, because the oral tradition is saying that we have, uh, you have to pay value, which is money. The verse seems to say that you have to actually go and take out his eye, because you knocked out his eye. But here again, we can we, we see from the oral tradition itself that it fits into the verse, because the, the verse says you take an eye for an eye. But we, we translate it to mean the value of the eye, monetary value, value of that eye is what you replace, so to speak, in a certain sense. Obviously, you can never replace an eye, but that's the replacement for the eye. So so there you see that in the tradition, that even though it's taking it out of the simple explanation of the verse, nevertheless, it does fit into the verse itself. Another point that I'd like to make is that uh, many people... They, there's a misnomer. They refer to the people who keep the traditions, who have the oral tradition, the people, are, uh, the people who keep the, what the Talmud says to do, the halacha. They refer to them as rabbinic Jews. And they make it sound like the, the Judaism that we have today, the Orthodox Judaism that we have today, is something that the rabbis made up. But that's a, that's a terrible mistake, because actually the, the correct way to say it would be to call it traditional Judaism, because it's based on the tradition. The rabbis, they didn't make anything up. All, the, all of the, the rabbis, all they had was what they received from the rabbis before them, and what they received from the rabbis before them. And all of this goes back to the traditions that were said over to Moses, to Moshe Rabbeinu on Har Sinai, on Mount Sinai. Now, our tradition is that in any event, God, when He wrote the Torah, so He wrote in, in a certain way, like we said, and there are certain specific ways of understanding and laws of understanding how to get to the real understanding of what God meant. So if we want to understand what God wants and what God meant 
in the words that he said. So we have to go in those paths that he said and he explained to us with the oral tradition how to get there. And without that, so even if we could explain the Torah in a way that would seem to make sense according to the words, because the words could indeed make sense according to our understanding, our you know superficial understanding, and it could be that it even makes more sense to us. But nevertheless, that's not going to be, you're not going to get to the real understanding of what God really wants from you if you try to figure it out on your own. It's like having an instruction manual for some program, let's say, on the computer. So you can try to figure out the program on the computer. You might get a certain understanding of it, but you're not going to get to the real power of the program unless you follow the instruction manual. So in a certain sense, the oral tradition is an instruction manual that came along with the Torah itself to understand how do we approach this program, so to speak. How do we understand what the Torah itself wants from us? So these are actually included, these programming instructions, so to speak, are actually included in the 13 principles that we use to be able to understand what the Torah wants. And those 13 principles, so we say them actually every single day. They're in the prayer service. They're towards the beginning of the morning prayer service. You can find them in a prayer book. And if we use those 13 principles of understanding the Torah, so then we'll be able to get to an understanding of what God really intended with His words. And we'll be able to understand it properly and not create our own understandings that are have nothing to do with what God really meant.